Hey folks, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode, but until then, please enjoy this second installment of our Q&A. Hey there everyone, we're here again to do another Q&A uh, as a little like break week in between actual sessions. Uh, this week we have uh, myself, Bree, Hunter, and Caleb. Sophie and Lily are not here this week. They have lives. Outside of... They're on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so you're stuck with us. Yay. And should we just hop right in? Sounds like everyone's just so excited to go. I'm good to get... I, I didn't get to participate in this last time, so I'm excited to uh, get into Theo. Excited to have you here this time. Mm. Okay. Given everything that's happened last episode, what is the current state of your characters emotionally? I have to go first. <laughs> yeah, you weren't here, so that means yeah, you have to that's go first. okay. I'll take the lead. Um, Theo is uh, pretty broken right now. Um, he feels very guilty, uh, and I mean, you were very heavy-handed in the last episode where you're like, "It's a big feeling of regret coming from this <laughs> this part of the the uh, the building over here." Um, he is obviously drowning himself in alcohol to numb it down. Um, but after the visions of his wife and then also Valentino, um, he's pretty much, to uh, quote the notorious B.I.G., ready to die. Um, he pretty much feels like every bad thing that has happened uh, is directly his fault because of his hand in the foundation. You know, the founding of capital and um, yeah, seeing seeing Lilith for the first time in fourteen hundred plus years is pretty pretty heavy. Um, so yeah, he's he's pretty he's pretty beat up emotionally. Um, but you know, it <laughs> I think the perception of the other party members is that like man, he's really like beat up about Zelagoria and kidnapped. This is like kind of weird, but he's not really divulging, you know, the, the root of, of his current, you know, emotional state. So, yeah. He's sad boy. <laughs> he's he's big time sad boy right now. We left Scarlet uh, a heap on the floor last episode. So, uh, yeah, she's really not in a good place emotionally. She's dealing with a lot. Uh, she's not in a good place at all. Um, I struggle, I border on calling her broken at this moment because she's, she's never, she's never felt these emotions before. Uh, not this, not this severely. Like, she's in, from where she left off, she thinks she killed Nika. Like, even though it is just a, uh, a vision, it's still, it's still fucked with her really bad. Especially since her big fear, anyway, is the whole being seen as a monster. And then for her mom to stab her and be the one that was, like, initiating that. Especially when her dad, you know, her mom was like, oh, I can see the good in her dad. But that wasn't enough for, like, in Scarlet, in this vision, like, she didn't qualify. She is a monster. So that, she's, she is not okay. I, f I feel like, too, that, like, you're slowly, like, seeing, like the silver lining being just, like, drawn 
away. Uh, out yeah. of Scarlet, like, a little yeah. bit at a time. Like, yeah, you're watching her you know. slowly lose her sunshine and hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Marcus. Great job, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you guys asked for horror. You're That's welcome. true. That's true. We, we did it to ourselves. I think Nika's doing really well. <laughs> I think Nika's in a really, like, honestly, mentally, but one of the best places he's been in in a while. He went into that room. He, he didn't know this would kickstart this stuff with you guys, but the second he saw the Godfather snatch him, he he didn't really want to fight it. He was like, I want to I want to face this. I want to, I'm tired of running. And he took the hat off, took all the walls down, and then the second the first time since being here that he's felt bad was when he saw Scarlet. That's fucking with him a little bit. And knowing that Theo now that he's starting to see Theo's thing, he's like, okay, this is fucking with all my friends awfully. And I know the last thing's got to be Tori, but. At the same time, Nika's facing his things, they're facing theirs. They picked him up at his lowest moment and kept him by their side, despite him saying he should go. He's going to pick them up, you know? He's going to be there for them. He's he. This is the first time he's been behind the controls of the monster in his head, so... He's going to keep testing it, and he's going to try to save everybody. I think the general consensus is like all the Von Nightshades are having a real bad time yeah. right now, like yeah. Valentino included. Yeah, every Nightshade's having a bad now, time. I will say the one thing giving me anxiety: the Nightshades. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as I see Tori, there will be another one. <laughs> all right. What parts of yourself did you put into your character? Uh, what I put in Nika? I mean, Nika has the uncontrollable need for freedom that I have. He, oh man, he, he probably has the same addictive nature as well, like, to just what he considers, like, it's not necessarily, like, drug or smoking, it's just what he considers his thing in that moment, you know, like, Nika devours things that he's interested in you know like he's just adhd brain you know he hyper focuses but um i also put i wanted him to have a really like i wanted him not to have a tragic backstory like how i can be seen to have in some of my life but i wanted him to have the ability to heal from his own mental state so that's what i wanted the most with a psychic character so i tried to correlate those two things you know, I think that, like, I look at Nika kind of like I look at, like, um, like really brilliant artists. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get really fantastic, brilliant art without the, like, kind of, like, damaged, like, dark brain. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't get, like, they go hand in hand. You don't get one without the other. Yeah. And that, you know, that's what I view a sorcerer as. You mm-hmm. know, they're, like, they're... Uh, Impressionist right, yeah. magic, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, how about you guys? Um, there's not too much of me that's in Scarlet outside of like obviously I I do dabble in the goth scene. <laughs> um, I just wanted a goth character. <laughs> dabble in the goth scene. I dabble. Yeah. I dabble. Um, Professional dabbler of the goth scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was an emo scene kid growing up, but. I mean, you kind of never grow up from having that be your personality. Like, if if that's who you are, like, if you align with that group, you're probably going to always align with that group. 
So, I mean, yeah, it evolved for me, like, what group that was from, like, emo to scene to, like, you know, more goth. But it's also not, like, my main aesthetic or, you know, it's not me 90 95% of the time. Don't let her fool you. She's, like, Lady Demis Rescue 95% of the time. It's <laughs> full goth. <laughs> there have been sessions where I've shown up and, like, you are in full goth mode. And I'm like, oh, we're doing this tonight. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just, I have a wardrobe and it fluctuates <clears throat> between, like, very formal to goth. I mean, I don't know. I have variety. But I guess the things about Scarlet that I put in more is, like, her love of animals is definitely something that I can relate to, having so many animals. And, I mean, while I do not, I'm not good at it or have any real experience with it, I've always found taxidermy really interesting. I mean, kind of macabre, but when my chicken died, I taxidermied her skull. So, I mean... It's your chicken. Yeah. (laughs) It was perfectly intact, sadly, because she got a hawk attack. Um, But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, I do have macabre traits about me that someone else might be like, that's kind of that's kind of weird. Like, I wouldn't expect this, this person to be into mm-hmm. that. Kind of like you look at Scarlet, who's like this pastel goth, and you're just like, oh, she really does have, like, that macabre nature to her still. What you doing over there, neighbor? I'm just cutting my bird's head off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, her head was already off. <laughs> I'm just cutting it open. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, I did a natural decomposition where uh, you just let nature decom- decompose it and then not gonna lie i thought you went full everybody everybody well, stay out of that corner of the yard please <laughs> it smells real bad over there right <laughs> well if you if you bury it you know yeah. uh, bacteria and beetles and stuff will get to it and you just <clears throat> remember where it's at get it in like a month to two months and then you can do a hydrogen peroxide solution so you mm. don't have to do all the dirty work Suddenly, Mon Squad is a taxidermy podcast. Uh, yeah. We do D&D and taxidermy. Right. <laughs> How do you think we get all of our miniature figures? Right. They're tiny bones. It's just, yeah, it's little bones. It's tiny bones. Um, I de- there, there's, like, three specific things that I can think of that, that I have, like, interjected of myself into uh, Theo's character. Um, his dad mentality is definitely like I am a dad I have children so like that portion of his personality is very very much a part of me the whole like I can't fucking take you guys anywhere type shit you know um is definitely part of myself in there his um his predilection towards melancholy is definitely like a part of my fucking emo kid bullshit um (laughs) you know um and I, I think that too that his um, the the gentle giant n- nature that he has like not understanding and not knowing his own strength is a big part of it too because like my entire adolescence was like the like the first half of Disney's Hercules <laughs> where he's just like he doesn't know his own strength and he just breaks shit all the time like that's my entire life pretty much you, you know? are like six. Five? I'm six six. Six six. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't um, it down. I'm a, no, it's it's fine. I, I'm a. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, a pretty, you jump on that pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. I'm behind the beast. Six foot six, six centimeters. Like, <laughs> no. Really? Um, no. They'd <laughs> so cool. be awesome if it was yeah. true, but no. Uh, no, I, I think that those three things are are definitely 
a part of myself that I play up in Theo's character for sure. Which, I mean, it's my first character, so obviously I'm going to impart a lot of myself into it, you know, so. Yeah. Which party member do you trust the least? Are you, you pointing at me because you, you trust first. me the least? No. You oh. <laughs> I was like, wow, Nina I'm really, doesn't I'm, trust hey man, after that last I'm scene, really, I mean... You killed me. No, no. I'm really interested to see if, if our answers are all the same. I have a feeling. I feel like our answer might be the I same. I don't I'm trust going Mo. I don't trust Mo. I don't trust Mo entirely. Okay. I, I don't. Care to if elaborate? we're talking about like player characters, like which of our player characters do we trust mm-hmm. the least? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, so, I mean, hints have been dropped and Nika got to see into Mo's mind to get a... While we don't really know he's trying to end the world, we he, at least Nika has a slight understanding that that uh, there's something off. And of course, Mo, you know, Scarlet says it sometimes, like, "Oh, this is my friend Mo." He says weird things sometimes, like, "What the hell?" Like, I think especially that he switches from like war mode to peace mode so drastically. Um, I just think Scarlet sees Mo as a little bit of a loose cannon, especially since. The very first time that they got in, outside of the first time they met, like, the first time there was any, like, combat, Mo just straight up sliced the guy in half. Like, no questions asked, and Scarlet revivified him, so it's very much like... There are some trust issues there, I'll be honest. Um, that, but that doesn't mean Scarlet doesn't love Mo and think Mo is an amazing member of the team. She just... If there he. was any, oh sorry, he. Um, I'm. Wow. No. <laughs> and here it is, Pride Month, and we're just like. Wow. In this just our like, month of June. Yeah. In this. Our month of June. Oh my gosh. Yas and Queen. <laughs> but sorry, Mo, I didn't mean to misgender you. I got you confused with your player character. I don't trust you and your woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jesus. um, I just you know, there's just. You know, sometimes Mo says things that make Scarlet question or raise an eyebrow. And yeah, I wouldn't say it's full on distrust. It's more weir- slight weariness of Mo. Because it's very hard to get a read on what his motivations and goals are. It's very true. I mean, <laughs> oh, God. I, uh, See, this is partly your fault because you had just as much to do with the yeah. development of this character as Sophie did. <laughs> yeah. right, I did. And and I've, there's so much I know that you know that we don't know. So so basically, and, and we talked about this last time, I think, but you weren't here for this. But literally, the creation of Mo was, hey, this, and then Sophie, hey, this, oh, hey, this, and then we just kept trying to throw it up on the next tier yes, until and? we made this character. You improv a character. You improv one thousand percent. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. Yes. Yes, and, and there were some <laughs> things where I was just like, yes, but yeah, you know, but like, yeah. Um, it's actually funny because I thought that we were gonna. I thought that we were gonna say that uh, Theo we does not too. fucking trust Tori at all. Really, Tori? Absolutely what? not. Oh my gosh! No. no, Tori's like her best friend. Shh, mm-hmm. Let him. Let him cook. Let him cook. Wow. <laughs> what are you saying, dog? I did not think you'd say that. I didn't that. think so either. What do you no. have to well, say? Okay. Well, okay. Well, listen. Think about it. Well, how about the two people you're talking many, about aren't here? Dude. I know. I feel many, horrible about how it. How many actual conversations have Theo and Tori had? It's been like four. The entire time. And every time, Tori's, like, pretty much just like, 
I don't trust you either. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she... So, you do fight. Yeah, so, like, the, every confrontation that Theo has had within the party, aside from killing his best friend that one time, has been you with Tori. To pull, you didn't even kill me. You were trying to pull me Well, yeah, I mean... Well, you didn't even knock me unconscious. Mo killed me. Well, yeah, so, but I mean... You up. tried to stop me three times. Yeah. You, you, full, you were the gentlest person out there besides Scarlett. Theo was really trying. Yeah, you Mo, were really trying. He was really trying. You were the most... I mean, and Nika, I think he heard it. Like, he heard both of you for different reasons, but Theo was the one that was like, Bro, come back! <laughs> yeah, I also think that might play into the whole distrust of Mo is watching uh, him put a, put a sword through Nika non-lethally Mo, so that he bled unconscious. Mo yeah. didn't hesitate. No, that kind of... I feel like the but you, the and dy- Mo, but you and Mo have bonded. Yeah, no, yeah, Mo. Well, see, that's the thing is, is that 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 Theo trusts Mo because I feel like I feel like Theo and Mo are both chaotic good. You know what I mean? Which means the right. This is Theo's whole thing. The right thing is the right thing, even if it's the hard thing. It's the right thing, right? Theo doesn't trust Tori because Theo doesn't know shit about Tori. Every, like, heightened situation within the party has been between Theo and Tori. Even, like, a few episodes ago, Theo was like, you don't get to pick how I grieve. Don't pretend that you fucking care about me. Leave me alone and let me drink and and go do whatever it is the fuck that you do. That, I, I was know? really, when she, when Lily chose to talk to you in that moment, I was, I was kind of thinking, like, Nika is Theo's best friend in this game, and he get, he wa- he gave you the space. You know, he walked away because he was like, "I can read that this is wrong." I was at a game like someone that I have had two conversations with walk up to me and told me not to drink about how I'm sad. I would be like, "Who the fuck?" Are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I understood why you got mad. But there. but this is my thing though too is that like I feel like Lily. If Lily did not play the character the way that she plays the character, it, it would be easier for Theo to just be like, "Oh, hey, like, you like killing people too, huh?" Like, you know. What I mean? like, <laughs> but because, like, I mean, even like, I mean, she was in Campaign Zero in the Feywild, and there's been like maybe four or five just one-on-one conversations, and every single one of them has been like super tense. Yeah. Because I don't think Tori trusts Theo either, you know? Can I put a theory in on that? Absolutely. I I also have a theory, too. I'm curious to hear yours, because my theory is that you are one of the reasons she's kind of in the predicament that she's in, quote-unquote. Yeah. Like, the organization that she's in, you have helped directly. Yeah, you founded Capital and technically, inadvertently founded LAE. So she could be projecting Everything that she's gone through right. onto you. That's How many out. times do I have to apologize for the shadow government thing? <laughs> I, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right? I started the Illuminati. Yeah. Didn't mean it. I personally think you apologize about it too much. <laughs> I don't think it's really your fault. Yeah. What was your theory? Kind of, that was it. Oh, yeah, was that, it the same? That, that was the same thing. Like, yeah, he had a hand in creating Capital. He was the founder of Capital in his before undeath mm-hmm. and re life <laughs> his re death and birth again like he, he was, he's died and come back a lot the grand re-reopening the re-reopening well, of Theo well like, that, that's the thing is too though is that like that like, person might have died back then yeah well I think that that too that like the thing that a lot of the group 
in in game doesn't understand is that like Crexus has like Crexus basically threw Theo away. Like when when he was done with Theo's body, like he pretty much just was like, "Oh, this new shiny thing over here. Uh, yeah, sell him to the Necromancer. Get get rid of him. You know what I mean? Like we're we're done. We're done with him. You know." Like, Sound for parts. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he served his purpose. Uh, it's it's whatever. But, like, Theo got killed and brought back, and Praxis used his body to perpetuate, you know, capital for hundreds of years before he was finally like, ooh, there's a new shiny model over here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sell him to the Necromancer, and then Zelagor is like, hey... That one, you know, <laughs> Jawas come out. Which droid do yeah, you want? Yeah, yeah, exactly, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I um, I, th- I think that Tori is definitely projecting those things onto Theo, and Theo doesn't trust Tori because Tori is a fucking steel trap. You know what I mean? She she is like she 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 doesn't tell you anything. She tells you. Just what enough. She wants to tell you. Right, exactly. And yeah. just enough of it to be like, all right, we're done? Cool. You know, like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go over here now. There's part of me that thinks that Tori might also have something with you because I think she expects you to step up a bit more. I mm. think she does. I think she has an issue with her own father figure. <sighs> and to see you kind of dropping the ball, I think Tori might take that, like, to perpetuate emotions she has. But I do think the capital thing is also a part. I think Tori Tori's a very complex like this is like knowing like what Nika knows about Tori and what they've talked about we've talked about separately. And it's just like that wasn't even like she never mentioned anything about her dad to me. So that's mm-hmm. just a theory. Yeah. But I just sort of like I don't know, Tori, I feel like if she's giving you beef, it's like four things. You yeah. Know? Like, it's not unjustified. <laughs> I don't I don't think that she's unjustified oh, no. by any means. I think you both yeah. I think it's it's so good you because you need to have a talk. You really you really like honestly it's like do you all want to like I, it's like it's tense. It's just tense, you know. Well, I told you guys like last so if the things the biggest people in the party are staring right. at each other. So well yeah. here's the here's the thing though, is that like and I told you guys this out of session last time that, like, my the way that I wanted to play that, like, last little scene was that, like, Tori, it, like, comes out and Theo pulls the bottle out and goes, ah, oh, well, look who it is. And, like, just downs the whole bottle in front of Tori, like, fuck you. And, like, smashes the bottle. <laughs> I'm starting to think you're drinking in front of Tori simply out of spite. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> I'm starting to feel like this. Like, there's like, a little bit more than you. just tension here, yeah. guys. Like, I'm, I'm, you guys need to have talk. <laughs> you guys need to talk. You're not that strong. <laughs> you guys are going to like, let's wrestle. <laughs> um, the person I trust the least, though. Uh, I mean, yesterday in Nika's timeline, he would have been like myself, for sure. But today I feel like he made a lot of progress. And I would say... I mean, star. No, I'm kidding. But um, I mean, yeah, he's a criminal man. I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think, I don't, I don't think he's capable of not trusting Theo or Scarlet. I think he has worry. He worries about them. You know, like in, like he has a deep rooted worry for both of them. Mo, I think, I think Nika sees a little kid there. 
Like, I think he, he's a god that's timeless or whatever, but I think he sees a child that's, like, made a bunch of toys and didn't want to play the game anymore. I don't want to play with you anymore. I don't want to play It's literally... It is. That's why this is Scarlet's unnerved. Because Nika went in his head, and mm-hmm. it's only because of that interaction that I say Nika doesn't not trust Mo, because I think Nika sees... He sees himself there. He sees himself with his like as a kid with all those psychic powers and being, but to another level, to a level where you had no equals. Mo was alone. Mo mm. went crazy, and so <laughs> like that's what that's that's what happened to Nika in the jail. You know, he went crazy, and but he came out of it and was like, "I'm gonna find a reason to make it worth it," and that's why he went on this adventure. And Mo just hasn't hit that point yet. So that's, that's, I, I just, I don't think there's anyone. And Tori's Tori. Tori's my girl. You know, she's ride or die since day one. I will, sh- I will kill anyone for her. Like, I, I, I think, I think that like, there's, to me, like, there's a difference between like, okay, Mo's intentions, she's not, he. she, he. I did it. I did In it. This I did it. I did it. Uh, <laughs> Mo is, not evil. Yeah. But that does not mean that Mo is harmless. Right. No, no, no. I get what you guys so, mean. I think Nika Scarlet loves Mo. Yeah. And it's I not think even... it's just that ever since she first met Mo, she's had this kind of like Mo's just said things to Scarlet that made her make her be like, Why are you saying this? Like mm-hmm. or like done certain things that just she loves him. She thinks he's a great member of the team, but if it was like, hey, he's going to hold a knife to your neck and you're going to trust that he's not going to make the decision, I don't know if Scarlet has that level of trust for him, I think is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, it's the whole wild card. Yeah, it's too much of a wild card for Scarlet to put all of her trust into. So basically, it's like like when Nika saw when he went in there was a kid that made a game made an imaginary game, and then made friends that became real to play it with him. And then they started adding some rules. They they were more into it than Mo. That's what happened with War. You know, they got too into it, and Mo got his feelings hurt. Like, that's what Nika saw, and he threw the, he threw the board game on the ground. You know, that's what he's trying to do. Nika's just like, you're someone that has never had anyone to stand next to you and listen to you pout. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he, he saw himself, a little boy that had no equals around him his age, with too much power. And that's, I think Nika is just, I think if he didn't trust Mo, he could never trust himself. Mm. You know? I think that's just where why Nika's in this unique circumstance. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's like, he, he if he doesn't, he met someone like himself, and the only reason Nika's here is because someone stuck a hand out to him, you guys... Nika's gonna stick that hand out mm-hmm. to Mo. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if he is a god. Mm-hmm. What has been your character's darkest moment? Who wants to go first on this one? I feel like we need to rock, paper, scissors I mean, for this one or something. Like, uh, mine, mine I feel like, it. is pretty straightforward because Scarlet didn't really have too many horribly dark... I would have said her losing her dad up until this last episode. <laughs> Up until this last episode, I would have said it was, yeah, her dad being taken. But, yeah, this this takes the cake, you know? Uh, she's we she's in the fetal position on the ground crying, like, inconsolable. She She's going to 
someone's gonna have to go pick her, peel her off of the ground, and even then she's, I think, going to go through some trauma. I don't know if she's gonna be able to feed for a while, or at least not without, like, some severe coaching. Therapy, remember. (laughs) Because, like, she, she just saw the worst case scenario. She saw her losing control and killing the person that she loves. And that's not cool to her to have witnessed that. And that's more than I think she was willing to witness in that moment. Wasn't prepared for it. Like, at least with her dad, there was some hope to get him back. But where she is right now, she doesn't even know this is a vision. So she doesn't see any hope in in this moment. Man, this, this. <laughs> what's your darkest moment right now? <laughs> the this, present. This yeah. present moment is her darkest moment. I like thought you I, don't already know. I thought I knew this what darkness. I thought I knew what darkness was, but I had not met it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the answer. I now know true darkness. You want to go? Um. I mean, same. It, it's uh, <laughs> last episode, bro. Yeah, the last episode. I mean, I mean, if you really, I mean, we did this to ourselves. We told Marcus to to go ham. Yeah, and we he definitely did. Like three weeks back, we were like, Marcus, go ham, bro. Like, oh, bring dude, the that was on. part one of the the episode. Yeah, we it's not still done. in the yeah. ship. So <laughs> the the entire the entire scene with uh, Valentino. Was that's like, that was like crushing, pretty much, you know. And and when you like, when Theo when Theo said, you know, the pursuit of power only leads to death. And Valentino said, and now I will never know it. Like, just Dude, that man. And the line the line where he said like. I, I did this to get the honor that you did. I I'm did doing what you did. Yeah, I learned yeah. it from you. I learned from watching you. <laughs> I was straight up just like, dude. Yeah. And then I just I just imagined like I'm like the one thing that I would have done just to absolutely fuck with you is I would have made it like the you like see yourself in third body and it's not you standing there. It's Scarlet watching her dad walk away. <laughs> like and then you had to see that. Yeah. I knew you would have cried in real life. I feel like I do feel like that that situation is definitely going to make Theo think about how he is viewed by Scarlet. You know, dude. That um, scene happening at the same time as Craigslist making you like if if she had taken the deal, I feel like you would have got to see it. Like I feel yeah. like <laughs> Oh no, if you, if you made that deal, it would have been very different. I, I think that I think that that was definitely like I mean, really, literally, right now, Theo is at his lowest point, hammered as shit sword drawn like I said earlier ready to fucking die like I'm like let's fucking go it's been too long you know what I mean like yeet me into the void daddy you know like that's pretty much where Theo's at right now so the the whole the the seeing his son make the same mistakes that he made has only vindicated and you know validated what he is already feeling that like all of this is my fault everything that bad that is bad that has happened is directly correlated to me and my decisions um fuck it let's go so yeah last episode same as same as scarlet last episode darkest point you fucked with the non-nightshades so hard last episode yeah. that we've now broken. 
<laughs> Didn't think I could this... raise them on nightshades. Well, you yeah. did very easily, at least with Scarlet. This is this is like a a, a it's like generational trauma one hundred and one yeah. with Doctor Marcus. Yeah, you're watching <laughs> pretty much like. <laughs> Yeah, you your traumas on him, and now Scarlet is witnessing. Like, I mean, you know, she kind of looks at you as a father figure as well. So everything you do, she kind of looks up to or, or idolizes. Grandpa stabbed a bunch of people. Maybe it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she drank about it. Right. Oh my god. Um. I mean, there's some dark moments in his past, but I, I think Nika's darkest moment is when he gave up. And that would be when he lost control. Because, like, it wasn't even, like, him fighting. Like, he, he fought and he fought, and then it got, like, something something at the very end. When he heard the voice tell him, like, show him, what'd you say it was again? Show him what you can do. Show him what you can do. And it was, I don't know, like, I, I felt like Nika broke right there. Like, those, it's like Nika... Nika's the type of character that is damn near unbreakable mentally, you know? It's not going to be you're torturing him. It's not going to be a nightmare. It's not going to be any of that. It's going to be something that... It'd be words like that. And I think when he was standing there alone and he thought of someone telling him, like, keep fighting, when he when he when when his reality said, Strahd surrounded me, my friends are gone, if Strahd's done this... At this point, we hadn't won against Strahd. Strahd was just T-posing on us every day. And it's like, if he took you guys, you're all dead. Nika can't get you back. He can't heal. At this point, Nika... And I think he just when he just stood there, he dropped the invisibility and he got stabbed by Mo. Like, that was Nika saying, yeah, if I can't be here with you guys, I'm out. And then when he got back up after that, that's when he's only been on the rise since then. Ball was rolling... Uphill. The ball is rolling it's uphill, rolling guys. Up, yeah. <laughs> right then, because it's it, Nika. I made him to to break at some point in the game, and because his name is it means sun, mm-hmm. and I wanted him to be like the sun that set when he broke and then it rose back up because I want him to be a hopeful character, but he's in the process of becoming that right now. He's coming to help the Von Nightshades. <laughs> God damn, do they need it? Yeah. Oh, he's helping them all, and right? He left one of them on the floor like a fucking scrambled egg. You said Sack I had potatoes. to. You said I had to. Mm-hmm. I you said I had yeah. to. Yeah. The eggs have been scrambled. <laughs> there is there yeah. is no unscrambling the eggs. <laughs> <at this laughs> I, 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 have, I have been thinking about it this week, about what my next move is. I... <laughs> I don't have moves. Scarlet is there. Scarlet can't move right now. <laughs> yeah, it's such a dark and depressing question. But with that, if your character was in high school, what clique would they be in? Oh, Theo's a jock. Like there's, <laughs> like, yeah. he's he's yeah. he's straight up. He's a bro. Do you know what I mean? Like he really is. You know what I actually thought you would you would be? What's I that? thought you'd be the gym teacher. You know what? <laughs> He's the fucking gym teacher. That's when that, you that is a fucking just Yeah. All right, well, bitch. It's like let's get the let's all right. basketball. Apparently now, sex ed is a part of the <laughs> curriculum for gym. Uh, this is a uterus. This is what it looks like. Uh, I'm not comfortable with this, and you probably shouldn't be either. Uh, no. I... Coach, you just want to drink Mick in your uh, your coffee cup, and we'll just say we had class? How about this? Dodgeball? 
Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> That's what I envisioned. That's yeah, literally yeah. what I envisioned. Uh, oh if, if we're talking like strictly he, like... He's that gym teacher that makes you take the test and at the end goes, one is A, two is C. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We need the funding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, yeah, Theo, Theo's absolutely a jock, but not in the toxic sense, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's... He's not he's not the star of the team per se, but he's like he's a strong you know, he's a strong offensive player. You know what I mean? But his girlfriend is goth, you know, like he's yeah. he's that dude. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> he's also in a band, you know. Oh See, that's why the gym teacher thing fits so much better. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. your music teacher is out there with the gym teacher yeah, in the me, back. Me and the gothic music teacher yeah. go and smoke cigarettes together yeah. behind the gym after third period. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I get my cigarettes from Zelagor. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Bad kids, for sure. I wouldn't be in a clique. Nico wouldn't have been in a clique. He would have been He would have been tight with all the detention. Not even, it's like he would have had a few of them. That You're the pot like, dealer. Sort of. Nico would have been, I mean, if... He'd have been the trench coat kid yeah, with the yeah. fucking boots. Well, it's like he... <laughs> yeah. he, he, he Careful. Not that trench coat <laughs> I think if he was in the real, one. if he was in real high school, he probably their snacks. If he was in real high school, he would have worn like, nah, he he probably wouldn't wear that. He'd just be that bad dude. Like he'd be the kid that you're like, he's probably killed someone. You know, you don't you you think he has a gun, but you don't know where it is, and it's not in a trench coat. He wears like flannel. He wears leather jackets and stuff. Like it, he's not he like just into his backpack. All the kids oh, are like, no. he pulls out a bucket. They're like, oh. oh Dude, okay, seriously. Have you guys seen The Faculty? No. Oh, uh... You remind me of Josh Hartnett's character from The Faculty. Like, he's just like... I don't know. You should watch The Faculty. It's fantastic. It's a really good... Yeah. But but basically, Nico would be that dude, because he would have, like, his his friends, you know? Like, he'd have, like, gym teacher friend. He'd have weird friends. He'd have his goth girlfriend that's, like... (laughs) kind of popular and everyone's like how did Nika land that and then he's and everyone's like oh that's right he is kind of hot but also really fucking terrifying we're not like a real couple you know what I mean like like, and then then people see them obviously like heavily making out or flirting or something like he seems to like actually like and he's just like what are you looking at I mean I wouldn't call it a relationship and then they and then they they get married like out of high school because Nika's like I found I figured out how to deal with my feelings you know like State said I had to go to therapy. Man, so. <laughs> God, I love D&D. It's such the coolest fantasy game ever. Yeah, you, you can marry your high school sweetheart and it actually works out. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to go to church. Yeah. No. Well, Scarlet is the church. <laughs> Scarlet <laughs> brings the church with her. Yeah. It's the church of theft is what it is. Hello, I'm the ecclesiarchy. What do you have in your pockets? <laughs> He would have he he been the dealer, though. He probably got through school by dealing yeah. two teachers. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it would have been it would have been the gym teacher and yeah. the goth music teacher that you the, smoke cigarettes my with. Gym teacher, my gym teacher would go and beat up other <laughs> Probably either one of the history or science teachers, too, because yeah. they, I always smoke. Yeah, yeah, well, I was also really tight with the uh, woodworking teacher, Seamus. <laughs> shop, yeah, you know. Shop, man. 
What about Scarlet? Uh, yeah, she's obviously a goth. Like, I, I made her to be a pastel goth, but I also think that she would be the goth that's in theater. Like, she's the theater goth. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, she has a drama mask that she carries around. Yeah. If if you're not, if she screams theater goth. She I mean, wears she a baroque me. dress to school, oh, and there's no. not a show coming <laughs> Oh, up. no, she's me in high school. Because <laughs> I was a theater scene kid, or like a theater uh, emo kid. So, yeah, it's, it's me if I was... Cool. So to revisit, yeah. what parts of yourself did you put into your character? I, I made her a theater goth. <laughs> what click would they be? See question two. Yeah. <laughs> theater goth. But no, like, and it, it, it's surprisingly more common than you'd think. My, my best friend Jackie was also a theater goth. Like, we're out there. Well, it was a click, so your best friend probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to throw also in, I think Nico would have been of a click hopper. Like, I think he would have played sports, but not to the point where I'm like, I want to be the best. I just want Nico, to be Nico was in the fucking basketball team. He was that one really spaghetti white kid that he's would six, just fucking six, five. slam. Yeah, he, he came off the bench to, to shoot threes. Dude, yeah, much, you no. know I mean? And like, he's doing it one like, handed, too. If he's you're like, down 12 yeah. points in the fourth quarter, you put Nika in so he can just. Yeah, whoop, yeah, whoop. yeah, and like. Um, the other thing with Scarlet that I was going to say was that you brought up a good point, like, that she's probably cool with the popular kids, but she doesn't want to be. Like, it's not that she doesn't want to be. It's that she didn't seek it out, right? She's like, so goddamn nice that yeah. everybody loves her. Yeah, and <laughs> she's over there just like... Like, even when she's very annoying, which she absolutely can be, like, people are just like, oh, Scarlet, like, you're on one today! <laughs> Oh, Nika also would have been with whatever D&D player. Literally, Nika would be the dude from Stranger Things. Eddie Munson. Eddie. You'd just be Eddie Munson. Nika would be Eddie Munson that plays basketball. No, he would. He'd be like, Um, like, people wouldn't want to be near him, popular kids wouldn't love him, but everyone comes in for drugs. Like, they need him for that, so they don't And he's actually super cool. And he bangs the really hot cheerleader for Chrissy. turned into a pretzel, you turned Chrissy into a pretzel. Yeah, yeah, you did that I'm also the demigorg. (laughs) Yeah, you're also the demigorg. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and. (laughs) Yes, and. Well, now that we've gotten off of that very, very fun and uh, light-hearted question, what is your character's most toxic trait? Who wants to start this? Because boy, uh, oh boy. I would say Nika's is his yes and mentality. Like, for sure. Because, like, Nika walked into a city and some gang... Like, and I know I keep saying gangbangers, but really, like, some people who, like, were assassins and shit... like Criminal opportunists. Criminal opportunists walk up to Nika and they were like, Hmm, Nika, you seem to have some useful talents. We could pay and feed you. And Nika was like, feed? You could feed me? I haven't eaten in, like... <laughs> days and he was like yeah for sure and then like he got a gun and he was like this is pretty lit they just gave me one of these <laughs> and like and then he just started it's a standard issue going <laughs> with it and he just went with it for like yeah. years you know what i'm saying and then he like met you guys and i said to marcus i was like whoever the party is they're gonna affect if he can redeem himself or he'll just go back into his like darker ways you know <laughs> and like you guys have been a positive influence. It's a room full of fire, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that um, Theo's Theo's most toxic trait is definitely his temper. Um, he is really, really quick to just be like, "All right, you know what? Fuck this!" Like, <laughs> that's where my yes and. 
what, what are we doing? We doing this? <laughs> Let's do this. But I will say that is another thing that has like changed with how much he's been drinking because if you notice, like pretty much like aside from the is she into me role, like he handled the situation with the Baron and the Baroness like pretty pretty well, you know, all things considered. Just like all right, just the facts, ma'am. You, you know, you, like you just confirm there's a reality where like. If you were sober, you might have just kicked his ass. Like, yeah, that would just... yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I mean, I mean, even but yeah, no, his temper is definitely like his toxic trait because he's ready to throw down pretty much. Like, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. I may not know that that's not true, but I don't give a shit because I got a big sword and I'm a big boy. You know, like that's pretty much his. And at one time you were top dog. Yeah, exactly. Were... Like I never ran into a situation where that didn't just take care of shit. You've got that dog in him. Yeah, yeah. that dog in him <laughs> yeah. for sure. Wolf, yeah. wolf, white women. Yeah. <laughs> where do white women at? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why it was really funny, and this is something the audience never got to see. But when Nick and Theo met, man, like it was like just two people that were like. Kindle meeting Kindle, man. Like, fire just fire and gasoline, bro. Yeah. Like, I swear. It was like, pretty much like a, you like to drink? Yeah, I like to drink. Yeah. You like to drink? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Let's you like to fight people? Yeah, like, dude, dude, I do? fucking kick ass, man. Dude, like, like you want to go Let's go pick a go fight. Do, you, you guys want to start a fight? You want to do karate in the garage? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was very much a stepbrothers type of situation. Um, his temper is definitely one of his toxic traits. Um, I, I, I think that... If he has another, it's definitely, you know, um, the quickness with which he will go, like, doom and gloom. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's real quick. But I feel like that's a recent thing because, like like I said, he's feeling emotions for the first time in, like, 400 year, or 1,400 years. So oh, it's, yeah. it's all kind of, like, happening like, like the dam has broken. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And it's a lot for him to deal with, you know. I can't help but think that the Theo that that was, I'm going to just say assassinated, pretty much, you know, uh, back at the first fall of Capital, is not the same Theo that you're getting right now. That Theo was very much, you know, more composed, more level-headed, more more of a threat. In general commander. The soldier, of the yeah. yeah, he was yeah. definitely more of a threat to, you know, everything that Crexus has going on more so than he is now. Because now he's a loose fucking cannon. Pretty much, um, you know, he he is flying by the seat of his pants and doesn't really know. Doesn't he can't he has no compass at mm-hmm. this point right now, you know. Um, so yeah, I would say that those are definitely two of the most toxic traits for Theo. Uh, Scarlet's most toxic trait is that she doesn't tell people things. She keeps everything bottled up. She doesn't. She isn't honest with people. Now that she can, even when she was cursed to not be able to lie, she would simply, and this is just a holdover of that. She would just simply not talk about it. Like you can't lie if you aren't speaking about it. Like that. That was her mentality. So rather than be truthful every every time someone asked, you know, you know what was what's on her mind, like what's bothering her or whatever, she's. You know, just avoid it. Just talk about something else entirely. It's something that I just feel like is going to end up becoming a problem in the long run. Her inability to tell people what it is she wants to say. Like, 
I mean, yeah, she's got that stone now that makes it so that she can't take no for an answer. She won't take no for an answer. She won't take no for an answer. But that doesn't mean she'll tell people, right? Like no, that, 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 that just She means... might just go do it on her own, you know? And that, like, right. recently she just said, like, uh, it was in, like, the last episode where, like, she told Nika she was fine and, like, it's a lie. Like, she's not fine. And everyone made the joke, like, oh, we're going to need therapy for that later. And it's, like, true. Like, she doesn't, she just isn't willing to open up to people, even that she loves, about what is bothering her. I feel like that's a familial thing. I think so, you too. You know what I mean? Like, I really yeah. do think that that's, like, just, like, a no Bob Nightshade thing. You know, where it's, like, I'm good. Problem. I got it. Yeah. Everything's under control. Nobody worry about anything. That's yeah. interesting that you say that, actually, because you know, Scarlett, that her her father basically like he didn't talk about like anything at all he was like i'm a businessman that's very prosperous yes like he's not he's very coy about it but he also knows what he needs to say to people to tell them what he wants them to believe you on the other hand never told valentino growing up like exactly what you did he knew you were like the general commander or whatever the fuck of capital like you oversaw the armies you were with the raven guard you he knew you were this these heroes but he didn't know how you got there so for him to say that to you in the vision of like oh, i did what you did it's like well how did he know you did that right well i think that too though it's even like it's indicative of like scarlet and theo's relationship because like theo's the only one in the party that doesn't know like scarlet drinks scarlet blood. drinks blood yeah. and it's been like tapping Nika over here, you know what I mean? Like She does yeah. need to say that yeah. at some point. It's just like, it's never, because like, yeah, Tori found out, and so she knows. Mo, from the beginning, just knew somehow. Mo was because like, he's oh. Mo. Um, I think, I think what it was is like, if I remember correctly, Mo discerned it be, I don't he, he was in my room. He was, yeah, he there was, was some. I went outside you were sword, while, he was yeah. in, while he was in my room, and then I came oh, back. Yeah, and, was, yeah. and you had like he a bite knew, mark or yeah. something, I think, because at the first you time you were holding a rag. Or that's something. what it was. Yeah. I knew there was something. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, and then uh, he saw the the color of the blood and stuff. I knew there was something that Mo, because Mo is perceptive. Like Mo is Mo is Mo. Like Mo is Mo. Mo is Mo. Mo knows. Mo knows. So, um, I knew there was something that tipped him off, but that's what it was. And then, of course, Tori snuck around and found out. Um, <laughs> she snuck around and found out. <laughs> she snuck around and found out. Um, so, yeah, Theo's the only one who doesn't know, and I feel like Scarlet has an issue with honesty, so... Well, it's indicative of your relationship to her. You yeah. haven't mm-hmm. leveled with Scarlet once as an adult oh, yeah. since meeting her. Like, you've, no, because it's, it's always been it's, little It's tan. my granddaughter. Yeah. This is like, I'm granddad. Yeah. I spoil you, and I, you know, everything is and fine. It, and it's, you know? it's, it's Theo's... It's what Theo is. Like, mm. Theo, and this is how Nika views Theo, too. Like, to Nika, it's like, yeah, you're his best friend, but you're also, like, a superhero. Because, like, in you only show, until recently, you've only ever shown, like, I'm Theo. Mm. I'm the Theo. Like, I'm the guy. Like, I'm, I'm the guy that's going to get in front of you, and I'm going to make it look easy taking all these hits, and I'm going to protect you no matter yeah. what. And you never show any of the cracks in the armor. And you're now breaking at the yeah. seams because of that. Well, I think it's one of those things where... And you are, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that it's one of those things where you convince... Like, you convince yourself that you can just... You're strong enough. Mm-hmm. You can do it that you don't notice the cracks until it's too late. Mm-hmm. And it just all comes, like, 
well, crashing down. Your arc is really interesting because you are one of the, like we all kind of are monsters and stuff, but you're the one person who's your arc has been to not be a monster yeah. anymore, and now you aren't, and you're facing everything that it means to be half human, half orc. Yeah. You know, you're a mortal and alive, and you have your soul back again, and it's like it's not easy you know it's like everything you wished for plus everything you didn't wish mm-hmm. for you know you got it all and i think the biggest thing that's ever going to help scarlet or theo move forward or pick themselves up is is not anything nika can do because nika doesn't nika doesn't he, this is something i thought of immediately the reason he has such a he'll get into fights with you and have like all these talks with you is because he cripplingly doesn't understand why you wouldn't communicate honestly like Nika is from a place where he had seventeen dads that were all very progressive, and Nika could read minds. Like they were like, we can't hide anything from this kid. Let's just be transparent. And they all sat down, and that's how it was. And like Nika's like, if you have feelings, you you gotta talk about it. Like it's like he's the gangbanger, but he's like, no, you gotta talk about your feelings. <laughs> you're gonna shoot your homie because you're upset. Like that's what happens. Yeah, but yeah, we need to just. Be open. Scarlet needs to be honest with Theo about her feeding and everyone else in the part. She needs to be honest with Nika about how she's feeling and everyone else. What? Theo. Theo needs to be honest with himself. I think specifically with your two characters, it, it's up to Theo right now. Like, Scarlet is in such a place of, like, just, you know, watching it while she's in such a place of, like, she's doing all the right things. You know, she's just doing it all alone. Like, that's the one thing she's yeah. doing wrong, and she's going to break because of that. Theo, he's done that for multiple lifetimes. And, like, I think I think Nika, I don't want to get into too much of what, I, but Nika's, that's his direction. He's trying to get you to Scarlet next. Because mm. I, I think you two broken like this, that's the only way you two get back up. What unanswered question from the campaign are you most ready to see answered? I, I want to know who's in charge of capital. I don't think it's... I don't. I mean, I'm pretty sure Craigslist is, like, doing some shit. And, like, I know LAE is, like, the shadow CIA shit. But, like, who's the person that's like, yeah, take out the golden rule or, you know, make LAE, you can exist, you know? Like, I'm going to make sure this division's here, you know? Like, is it all Craigslist or is there someone that's the actual, like, leader of the government you know because they're the ones and we're talking about stuff nika's got beef with it's like you know stomping out the golden rule i don't love that yeah that's pretty fair um i think theo wants to know how he died more importantly uh who did it you know how he died who did it um because we've, we've established before like he didn't see it coming it was pretty much like, you know, a hilt to the back of the head type of situation. Yeah. You know, uh, shit had hit the fan. A lot of stuff was going on. Um, who did it? How did they do it? You know what I mean? Who got the jump on him, pretty much, and how did they do it? Is, is I think, the most pertinent question. Because I feel like when Theo finds out that piece of information, every, like... It's, it's like the last filament in the light bulb. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's going to light the whole thing up and really, like, ex- like, poof, like, oh, my God, I'm the intelligence character? How did I fucking not see this? You know? Um, but, yeah. How did it happen? Who did it? 
He knows Crexus is behind it, obviously, or he assumes that Crexus is behind it. But who was close enough to him to be able to do that? You know what I mean? It's fair. It's fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I want to know what the fuck happened and is happening with Talia because in like episode one actually yeah in episode one she, you get that dream and bruh we haven't heard from that bitch since like where is she what is happening like you dropped that in episode one and then it's like ah, and I'll never mention it again <laughs> like okay where is she you said she was being scared like she was being Ripped across planes, okay. Like, how? Why? <laughs> when? Where? <laughs> like, do I have to be worried about this woman? <laughs> do I have to be worried? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, she finally like appears in front of everyone, and Scarlet's like, she's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's oh, hot. No, she's hot. She's she's she's, she's just my too. type too. <laughs> um. Talia, I'm not going to answer the question, obviously. Yeah, but, no. Man, Talia, God, I wish I could talk about it. But I, I could talk about her shit all I just long. want it to come up. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just want another crumb. Like, Nika, maybe Nika gets another dream. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I, Nika's finally in the place where he's going to be looking into all the stuff with his powers, including Talia. He's done, like, hey, he's done running away. It's definitely going to be interesting whenever... <laughs> Because, like, last time Nika talked to her, he didn't know if she was fucking real. Like, Nika still is, like, in a little bit of denial with that. Like, I don't know. I've never even thought she would be alive. So, <laughs> I Do don't. you guys want to determine whether or not she's going to appear soon or not? Hmm? What? Do you guys mm. want to determine whether or not she's going to appear sooner or later? I don't feel like I have the... Right. I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a that's a that's oh, a, it's, this this it's up to the dice. Oh shit. Oh. Okay. Just gonna roll and be like hmm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does that. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> what a cool number. <laughs> Just for transparency, I rolled a twelve. That's twelve percent. That's mm. pretty low. Well, what were, yeah, what were it depends on which question you're answering, though. Like, yeah. will she or won't she? Exactly. Is it a 12% chance she won't or a 12% <laughs> chance that she will? As soon as the next episode starts, Nika's, like, going to help you, and then he's like, Nika! Yeah. <laughs> oh, you left that? me for that bitch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She walks in to find Scarlet on the ground and says, Look who's alone and vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my Just stakes God. Her. She's like, I heard you moved in on my man. You're so vulnerable and stabbable. That'd be fucked up. If she didn't come straight to me, that, that she evil. She evil. <laughs> she definitely evil. I'd be like, I come in and see her stabbing you, I'm gonna be like, the fuck? I've had this nightmare before. Use the hat. Use the hat. Oh my god, she comes in and sees you with the hat. Oh, dude. Oh she's my god. Now you would not be happy about that. I'll tell you right now. So, um... I gave him that hat. <laughs> it's like I gotta I like I gotta somehow explain like look she was in a nightmare terror I could not talk to her I had to like give her a hat. And then no, I'm like, the best part, Scarlet's just like I know. <laughs> you well you you're she you're does sitting, know. That's like the, that's she the, knows how he got the hat. You're sitting, like, yeah, yeah but, you're sitting there like I killed him. 
And yeah. then she's gonna be like, you killed him and took that. You bitch! <laughs> oh my god. It's like the, the whole, like, yeah, but she's got a girlfriend, or she's got a boyfriend now mentality. Like, yeah, she wouldn't normally do this, but she's got a boyfriend. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be an easy question for you, but how did you get into D&D, and what was your first character? Uh, I feel like since I'm the least experienced, I should answer first. Uh, I got into D&D with a friend of mine from uh, basically Jackson, Mississippi. He's a friend of uh, Haley's who played D&D and kind of got you know me into it. My first character, uh, <laughs> my first character was a drunken bard uh, named uh, Bergeois. <laughs> Um, and we had this, like, it was very, I probably shouldn't have gotten, but I love RPG, RPGs. I know how leveling up works. I know how, like, all that works and stuff like that. But, so, it was kind of like an undertaking with this character because there was a mechanic before each session, I would roll a d20. It's kind of like the, the war mode or peace mode with Mo, Mm -hmm. but what I rolled determined how drunk I was. So I had two stat sheets. I had, like, my regular just bard stat sheet, and then I had, like, basically what was like a drunken monk stat sheet. So depending on what I rolled on the dice determined how drunk I was and which stat sheet I would use. It was a lot of fun. It was fucking hard as shit. (laughs) But it was a lot of fun. That sounds sick. Sensing a pattern with your characters. I mean, <laughs> I make mead. Um, but no, yeah, he he was it was a very very it was a very short lived character. We did like maybe three sessions, um, but it was a lot of fun. That was and that was five years ago. But like this has like been my first and really like longest lasting campaign that I've done uh, with Zombie slash Theo. So, yeah. D and D specifically, then um, I mean I played Pathfinder first. I think the f- uh, first time I played D and D, I mean like legit would have been when we all did when Marcus DM'd, and that character was uh, light. He was a tiefling monk, um, warlock, multi class, and he was just. I wanted to make the I just wanted to fight the world character like I truly did he was the type of guy who was like he was level 3 and he'd jump in a room with 3 bosses and say bring it the fuck on and then walk out alive somehow life was fun I'll tell you exactly how you walk out alive it was my first campaign (laughs) I would have fucking creamed you if I knew what I was doing it was my first campaign too it was not my first but I was newer so but yeah, that was a that was a very fun campaign. I played his brother, <laughs> twin brother. But that wasn't my first campaign. My first campaign was at a game store. Actually, funny enough, playing Curse of Strahd, um, with what is now like a family that I know quite well in town. But at the time, I I only knew one person I know's grandfather. But anywho, um, yeah, it was just a game store group of Curse of Strahd. I played a ranger named uh, T'Pring, <laughs> because I am a huge Star Trek nerd, and yeah, she was an elf. 
She was an elf. Big surprise, because I was, like, going for a Vulcan aesthetic, and she was extremely wise. Like, I, I really just was like, I'm a Star Trek nerd. I've never played D&D. I'm gonna just put a Vulcan in this game, call him an elf, and make him a ranger, because it's an easy class to play. And... Funny enough, I actually ran into Marcus before I knew Marcus, playing that exact same campaign. <laughs> yep, and I think both of us literally played that one time and then never played with them again. I'm not sure. Did you play with them No, more? I've been playing with them for a while before you showed up. Oh, okay. And then you showed up for one episode. I, I'd never played D&D before, so I didn't really know people did voices and stuff. So when you came to the table and you were the only one who did the voice and everyone looked at you funny, I just thought it was something that people didn't do. And so I was, like, heavily confused. Like, again, I was my first time at this yeah. ever at a table. And, like, I just, I, it made, it also kind of made me feel like I couldn't branch out with my character too much. Like, with, like, you know, I thought about doing a voice. I didn't. And, you know, it, I, I, I understand why you left. Because I didn't leave too long yeah. after. Like, I think... Gosh, there, we did every single little tiny side mission in that. Like, things that we didn't even... I don't even think we'll ever get to in this game. Like, the frickin' three hags in the tower. Old Bone Grinder? Absolutely not. Yeah. That place sucks. Yeah, like, there's... The, we did absolutely every itty-bitty thing, but it was still a learning experience. Like, it was a rules lawyer DM, so it helped me to understand the rules really well, at least. So. Oh, yeah. And then I immediately did a homebrew Adventure Time campaign with my, <laughs> my friends, and that was fun. <laughs> well, I feel like that, like, <clears throat> like it's a role-playing game, right? Like, I mean, you see an, me now. I yeah, guess Scarlet's got a voice. Like... I obviously have opinions now. Like, if you're going to be rude to someone because they put a voice on their character, like, right. I'm sorry. Like, maybe just don't play with that group or yeah. like you know like that maybe that's not i mean i don't know it's it's, it's a lot easier well, i'm not want to be toxic because yeah. people play for different reasons yeah. right but like i mean but don't bully someone yeah for something so tiny that just because you're a murder hobo and you just care about rolling dice a bunch doesn't mean that like someone i can't, can't have fun have fun making being, a yeah exactly yeah so yeah no i definitely didn't stay to the completion of that campaign i've never played chris astride to completion <laughs> we going Yep. Or we might die. Who knows? <laughs> well, last time I tried, I died three times. So it's very possible. Mm. Would you change the wish you got in the Feywild? If so, what would you change it to? In context, we all got a wish uh, in Campaign Zero from... Uh, they saved Zybona the Archfey, yes. a.k.a. Igwilb, a.k.a. Natasha, a.k.a. Tasha. <laughs> yeah. She had a lot of names. Um, She's a bad bitch. She is. But, uh, I mean, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. Scarlet <laughs> lived a perfect life in that moment, so what the fuck else did she need but a cool crystal horsey? What else could a girl want, you know? But, you know, hindsight twenty twenty. if I had known that my dad was in Strauss Castle, would have wished for a million trillion other things that weren't <sighs> a crystal horsey. But, um... <laughs> Something really specific that, like, I, I mean, maybe I would have, I, I might have wished to find, the only reason I didn't wish for this is because canonically her dad has told her he'll find a way to do this safely, but she would have maybe wished to become a vampire, like a true vampire, but maybe find a way to word it so that it's, like, without the downsides. <laughs> <laughs> she would have really had to... 
She would have really tried to finagle it, but... Can I be a god? <laughs> <laughs> not, not something without all the downsides, but, like, without, you know, the downside of, like, the curse of, you know... Yeah, blood like, lust. you're... Not even that, like, I'm, I don't care if she has bloodlust, but, like, the whole... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, I'm talking a true, like, character-breaking flaw, like, mm. like how Strahd is just... He lost his humanity when he became a vampire. Like, I I just didn't... Yeah. I don't want Scarlet to lose who she is to become a vampire fully, and that's why she keeps saying, like, she, she's going to trust that her dad will find a way. Right. Um, so, yeah, like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I am starting to appreciate my crystal horsey now, especially since we spoke about it being a fey trinket and letting me get advantage on things like a familiar. But, yeah... I would have wished for a million other things if I'd known. <laughs> yeah, I was retired when we made those wishes. So I just said, "Give me a boon," because I didn't really feel like thinking about it. But uh, at that time, I think, and I don't even blame Nika because I I did it. It was a player dropped the ball. I would have wished for Theo's friends to come back to life. That's oh, what shit. I should have done, and I think Nika would have done because that was right after he saw Theo's life. I know they're actually alive. <laughs> no, they betrayed you. That's how we would have found it. She'd be like, "They're not dead. Take another wish. Stab him <laughs> some more." <laughs> oh, Why man. is he blue? <laughs> um, I think that Theo probably. He better say no. <laughs> I, I don't. I honestly don't think that Theo would change his wish. Um, Good. <laughs> if 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 I'm answering. As super depressed, melancholy Theo, he would be like, I wish I'd never felt any of this. I wish I didn't know any of this shit. I wish that I could just, like, go back to oblivion and not know what I know now. But, I mean, no. He he wished... There's a reason he wished for his humanity back. You know? It wasn't... It, it was because... Not just because he wanted to feel stuff again, but because, like... There are thing, there are answers to questions that he needs, and if he has to go back to hell to get them, he will. So, yeah, no, I don't think Theo would change his wish at all. Boy, if I was Theo, I would forget all that mind wipe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like he, where he's at right now, he would be. He would probably be like, "Send me back." <laughs> yeah. All right. Who's your favorite NPC? And which NPC do you distrust the most? uh, Favorite NPC, I think, is Erwin. I love Erwin. I think he's dope. I think he's a cool bird person. And he's (laughs) been there for us as a ride or die since we ended up in the Lackey. I think he's the coolest... NPC we've run into. The only other runner-up I would say would be uh, uh, Maggie. Maggie, uh, because Maggie she's she's cool. really cool too. But Scarlet didn't trust Maggie at first, but obviously now freaking loves yeah. Maggie. But I don't know something about Erwin. I just think cool bird person who worships Ezra is kind of dope, and he's got a cool family, and I think he should actually be running the place, and gosh dang it, we're gonna make sure he does. <laughs> like, that is my end game. Hey, I'm gonna make Theo king against his will. <laughs> wow. I don't want it. I don't. 
Theo, Theo, Theo doesn't. He really doesn't want that. He, but I know that your argument is like that's exactly why he should have it. Like, oh, the. Uh, I'm just, but like, I, I'm just fucking with him. Yeah, I'm just gonna make him king. Yeah. Want to be? I mean, I should have. It's the water ultimate best friend prank, really. Water. It's like, hey, guess what? You're president now. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the reason. I feel. I feel like you'll be such a good king because you blame yourself for all the bad stuff. Like you'll keep Man. fixing it gonna need like four therapists you're gonna be like <laughs> superman <laughs> the burden nobody wants i'll, I'll get you i'll get you put in charge and then be like you want to dip out <laughs> and say fuck it and go adventure uh, uh i think i think theo's favorite uh npc is is probably maggie like maggie maggie is just there's a mystery to her that Theo is very like intrigued by, like how do you like? Because I think he sees like a, a like a um, a kindred spirit in Maggie, where it's kind of like, you're how old? You've seen a lot of shit, like you know what I mean. Fifty seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got that smoker lung. Yeah, but no, I, I think that I think that he's intrigued by like. Just her personality, and also, like, how she, like, has survived in the Shadowfell. Just being, I'm, you know, I sell stuff. I make stuff. I'm not going to tell you how. You I'm know. an Etsy store. I'm right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, I think that Maggie is definitely his favorite NPC. Um, I think that... <laughs> I think that Theo distrusts Von Richten the most. I totally forgot to say distrust. Oh, I was about to say, did you yeah, know? Yeah, oh, no, okay. go ahead. I'll say mine after I you. Okay. <laughs> I, I think just brain that, I think that Theo trusts Von Richten the least really? for the same reason that, like, the same reason that Scarlet doesn't trust Mo because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't think you actually know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that you're just, you're just out here fucking winging it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, granted, that's what I do, but, like... I don't think you do it well, you know? <laughs> like, I, I, I think there's more to... I think that... I think that Theo distrusts Von Richten's pride is what he distrusts the most because, like, he's just been handed L after L after L after L just over and over and over again to the point that he's desperate. You know what I mean? And if he has to swing in, like, last minute and do some fucked up shit to get a W, he will. You know. Okay. Uh, I I personally do not trust this half of my god. I <laughs> okay. met one half, one half. I met the other half in the Feywild, Damara, and he was cool as shit. I liked him. He helped us the entire time. Chillest dude on the planet, right? Ollie's cool. Ollie was dope. No, Dammer was da- dope. Dammer was dope. I said, Ollie's cool. Ollie is a fucking psychopath. Ollie is cool like. if you like to do PCP. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, he freaks me out, and I, I, I feel I don't trust that half of my god. If my god was totally just the happy side of the, the mask all the time, Scarlet would get along with him a lot more. But seeing this half of him in like person. She doesn't really trust that half of me. If she could, I think if she could find a way to just like let them meet and be like, you guys are friends again, be one, <laughs> she might get along with them better. But this half, dude, no way. She does not trust him with really 
any ounce of her being. She feels very uneasy. She's she's. What's wrong with the little hedonism? Like that's where he's at. I mean, she. Yeah, he just keeps. It feels like she feels like he keeps trying to lead her down a bad path. That the other side of this god would be like, hey, no, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> but that also feels like she's being pulled in two different directions, and she just has a favorite direction. I'm just gonna say, not very chill of you, bro. Do, like, <laughs> think about it this way. Do you prefer comedy or tragedy? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's interesting because I think they're both pulling you the same way. I, I really do. Like, I think this guy is just like, you're doing it wrong, honey. Like, I, th- I think they're like two different parenting techniques. Like, yeah. I think this guy's fucking insane. <laughs> but I've never met a character that like and I didn't even meet him I just listened to him that there was like a moment where I was like I kind of fuck with this guy and then there was a moment where I was like wait a minute like I don't fuck with this guy at all That's, and then yeah. again he kind of went back and I was like is he helping her and then at the end he made it pretty clear he was an asshole like when he when he was like did that help <laughs> <laughs> he flung himself out the window, yeah. like just like <laughs> I, ima- I imagined him just like, hey, bye, like flinging himself yeah, the- and landing on the ground, like yeah. just like and then crumpled and then like rolling, like away. getting up and just like, like see you later. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like I feel like he's a dick to himself too. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's I mean? definitely there's definitely some masochism like in yeah. in that character. He's, crazy. Yeah, he's that like. That Roman aspect to pleasure, where it's like, "Hey, all right, I love having orgies every night too, but this is getting into a murder pit, and I don't like that." He, yeah, he like, looks. He seems like the type of character that if if someone really went back at him hard, he'd be like, "You finally got it," and like, "I just wanted you to dom me." Yeah, like, like you know, yeah, it's about harder. Time yeah, like <laughs> this is what I meant by stabbing my butt. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. My I love so many of the NBCs. That's why I've adopted most of them. But Star, <laughs> yeah, Star. Star. It's like Star is my classic favorite. Is what I'd say. I do love Maggie a lot. I, there's a lot of characters that like haven't even been shown, so I'm not gonna pick them like in my backstory. But like, I think right now my favorite is the Godfather because I don't know where the fuck he's at. Like, I truly, like, I love characters in shows that you're like, are they helping you? Like, and like, it, where, with, you know, it's pretty easy to dislike Scarlet's other half of that god. He's really dickish. The Godfather, though, I, I don't know if this is some twisted way of helping. Like, I, I truly don't. Like, I whether or not I think Nico would ever get along with him I think Hunter, as a player and a viewer, is like, this is an interesting character. You know what I'm saying? Whatever this dude's backstory is, I there's so much mystery behind this. I, I'm invested in that. And the person I trust the least... Probably the Godfather, because like, <laughs> because like, I don't know where he's. The same thing I just said. Like, I don't know where he's at. I'm over here, like, dog. I need four episodes on your backstory. Where did we begin? How did we get here? What was everything in between? You know. Can you use a different voice? <laughs> but no. <laughs> now, which which NBC is my ride or die though? Trust the most star. <laughs> Stars the ride or die. We love star in this household. If your character wasn't an adventurer, what would their profession be? Gym teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, I I think that uh, 
Theo would probably be... I mean, he would probably do fucking construction or some shit. You know what I mean? He would he would be like a carpenter of some sort, probably. Um, if he... I mean, either that or he would be just a grunt in the military of some sort. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, Post was really boring today. You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I saw. I, I watched two dogs shit next to each other in an alleyway. It was, <laughs> you know, like just like I guard this Casual gate. Guard yeah, life. you know what I mean. I, I guard this gate. You know, and one of the reasons that he's not that is because he is a royal bastard. Like he grew up very privileged, more than I guess probably our audience knows. Like he, you know, is a half orc, but he grew up affluently. You know, which is why he, I mean, he started started life on second base pretty much, even though he was a bastard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lived a very privileged upbringing, never wanted for anything. His strength was recognized very early on, and he was trained to use a sword very early on, you know, and that was the path that was kind of chosen for him, you know. Um, but otherwise, he probably would have been conscripted at some point into a militia of some sort, to hold a sharpened stick and make sure nobody comes this way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess Scarlet would probably be like a nun or a sister (laughs) for her god. Holy shit, that'd be so fun. Whatever that entails. Like, if she wasn't an adventurer, she'd probably end up... I'm torn. I think she'd either, when she left her family, go dedicate herself, like, fully to her god like that, or go work in a hospital, like, healing. I I think, and I think she could also heal, you know, as a sister nun at this, especially since her god's just like, whatever, go crazy. (laughs) Like, I imagine being a sister nun in that place would actually be pretty dope. Um, like, I feel like you could get free drinks all the time. You work the um, hangover room, like, yeah. you're the one who, like, like, people show up, show up, like, way too, like, this guy's had way too much, do the Heal thing. Heal him up a little. Yeah. yeah. So but, funny. yeah, she'd either go devote herself to her god or, yeah, go work healing people for free. Like, she'd probably go open a clinic or something where she heals for free rather than asking for, for in this economy? In this economy, yeah. <laughs> God, she bless works you. She, yeah. she works festivals in the IV bus. Like, that's <laughs> what I have. Yeah. Uh, so, because if, if, I'm thinking about it from, like, this world's perspective, like, needed to have a profession, he would have to not have joined that gang and a few other things. So I think if he were for some, somehow ended up in capital and that didn't happen... I think he would have joined. For some reason, he was like, you know, I fuck with capital. I'm going to stay here my whole life, and I'm going to make something of myself here. I think he would have joined the military, actually, and he would have done it with the angle of rising up because he's so charismatic. He's not doing it to be a grunt. He's got no strength and all that. Nika would make the right friends, the right people. He'd get a spellcasting focus because he's a sorcerer. He'd get recognized for that, and he'd do everything he could to just get up in power, and he'd, he'd become like some kind of leading figure in the military because he's got that charisma, I think. I think he'd fully, if he for some reason was like, I'm not adventuring, there's only two things Nikki can do, and that's, he's pretty, and he's good at talking to people, three things, good at talking to people, and he can kill shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, his job has to be something 
violent. I mean, to be fair, he's also the hell of, like a hell of a band manager too. You know what I mean? Also, like, I, I also <laughs> considered politics or something like managing. Jesus. Like, yeah, like I think I think Nika like if you were like raised in a world where you know you go to school and then you get a job, like I feel like Nika is just one of those people. It's like he'd end up, especially if he was still psychic. It's like yeah, I'll go be a fucking politician and mm-hmm. I'll just make things right. <laughs> because no one can stop me. <laughs> because, truthfully, if Nika hadn't found gangs, he'd be really well off. But he'd be a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd be a politician, probably. I don't know how would he. We'd have, he'd have to have met the best people, and it's capital that he would have got corrupted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have. He would have usurped Crixus. Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> it's like sign, right, the, sign right there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Nature of the business, baby. See you in hell. <laughs> Who's someone from your character's past that you'd consider an antagonist besides the obvious? So, I, an antagonist? I'm not sure if I'd consider this person an antagonist. I think I was the antagonist. <laughs> I I do. Um, I, I think Scarlet was the one in the wrong here. Um, I have someone listed as an enemy currently, but I don't, I think he probably has Scarlet listed as an enemy because there was a guard at the castle that, uh, when she was growing up, that she would just target for all of her pranks. Like, just, he was like a guard captain, and so he had some amount of authority above, like, the lower rungs of people, and so as a kid, she'd just target him and like the lower people were always like haha like thinking it's funny <laughs> this guy he was no nonsense he was yeah he was such a strict no nonsense dude and Scarlet would constantly prank him and i am if he if he's out there somewhere i think he's probably got like like a little dagger with Scarlet's name on it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he is going to one kill you. Days. One day. I'm going to get that bitch for putting that whoopee cushion under my chair. years of my life, it's... this bitch annoyed me. <laughs> this bitch, this five-year-old bitch. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> yes, so funny, because we're answering this question, and Marcus is going to be adding all these in to show up and fuck them up later, and it's going it's gonna to be that guy. He's going to show up and be like, Finally, I found you. Yeah, I've been asking who runs Capital. It's me. Scarlet's gonna be like, no. I went back in time and changed everything so I could be the BBG. Oh my yeah, god. I, I think Scarlet was his antagonist. I don't really think he was truly the antagonist that she had is gone because we kicked him into a pit of demon juice, um, or Nika kicked him into a pit of demon juice. Well, I hit him with the blast of staffing into it. Yeah, and that was the one that you kept mean the staff of blasting. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I staffed him real hard. It's the staff of staffing. He said blast of staffing is what yeah. he said. But um, he got blasted and staffed. But yeah, he uh, he was the one that kept telling her that her dad didn't love her and that that's why he wouldn't make time for her and stuff like that. Not that he was busy, because he thought she was annoying. And this guy and that's just how how he got back. At least the, the guard captain didn't say anything like that. No. He just took he just took the took the pies to the face. Yeah, yeah. The guard captain was just like like he'd take a pie to the face and just wipe across his eyes, throw it aside. Uh, 
like it's that long I'm drawn very out. Well, like I'm like everything very well. he wants to say is just paid being very worked well. out. Yeah, exactly. I'm paid very well. <laughs> and he is. Yeah. That man's paid handsomely. Like I still think he loves Scarlet. I think deep down he's like he's like, I'll take it because it's her. <laughs> And then you just get like you know it's that it's that classic character type with the no nonsense guy he hates it but the second like something happens to her he's like, <gasps> he's like no or he's yeah. no nonsense to a fault and he just snapped at some point and it, he's just like Scarlet you're right I just it too grotesque <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you if this guy ever shows up and he actually hates Scarlet I it will be the biggest plot twist to me like I I will truly be like Marcus I did not think you'd do that. <laughs> While this campaign has Frankie. taken a very dark turn recently, it's wholesome. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, you want to go? Go ahead. Oh, oh, definitely Alpha, which is uh, the per- which is the the lichen that is in charge of my dom- my my dad's domain back in the place uh they're the reason i sort of wanted to leave it was like not the main reason nika wanted to just go see new places but few things happened and nika was always considered an outsider cuz he's not a lichen so he wasn't a member of he couldn't he couldn't join the main pack there they weren't, he didn't recognize him. But his dads sort of were like the leftovers, you know? They were the ones that, one, his main father, the one that first, like, said, we're keeping Nika, despite the blowback that it would receive, the one that knew the witch that gave him away, he, um, he made this kind of subsect. And they hid Nika for a long time, but Nika is a classic Peter Pan-esque character as a kid. I was going to say, like, are you Tarzan? Like, is that, well, like... <laughs> he, 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 like, got into a lot of trouble, you yeah. know? And this, uh... Alpha didn't like that. And Nika needed to go, or he was just going to keep causing more trouble for his dads. Um... This is probably going to be controversial, but, uh... An antagonist from Theo's past is his actual son. Um... Because of, I mean, Valentine, he's a war criminal. You know what I mean? He wiped out Zeligor's entire coven. So. He's a lot more than that. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's just, that's just what, one what he, he knows about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, like, just because you said that, I, I don't know if it's been, like, super said for the audience, but, like, it's been mentioned, but, like, Nika's mom was a from this coven as yeah. well. So, like, I've also thought about that, too. Yeah, no. Yeah, listen, I get it. I made a character in mine with, like, a great dad, and he <laughs> ended up being Hitler. And, and he... And no, well, he's, 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 he's... He didn't kill my mom, but he killed her sister. He's like, not... He's, He's like, not I Hitler, truly wanted like, the nicest dad, and he's a like, war criminal. He is so, up to learn from mistakes in order to be nice. Yeah, so he's a nice guy. So though. no, Strahd, Strahd is definitely Hitler, but but yeah. Valentino is like the Goebbels of Val- the Valentino. Well, think about it, dude. Like, I mean, Valentino. Like, I, I mean, truthfully, there is not a single more tragic character in this story yeah. than Valentino. Yeah. Like, his dad got used and abused, and then the second you got put out of your misery before you could open up to him, they went to Valentino, yeah. and they were like, "Shit, 
Theo never told you nothing? Let me tell you everything. Yeah. You know what I'm you saying? You don't know why your dad's so powerful. I helped him. Wasn't yeah. he a cool guy? I can help you be like that. Right. You know? And then, like, and then he fucking somehow got lucky enough, man. Lucky enough to get that second chance. And he should have known. It well, was never gonna I work. Think, I think that that I think that to me that shows the true depravity of Crexus. It's just like, hey man, you're a fucking asset, and you made me another asset. So I appreciate that. Um, I got a new model, so we're gonna send you to the scrapyard, pretty much. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think that Valentino is definitely, ironically, uh, a big. Uh, antagonist from Theo's fa- uh, past, uh, just based on his history and you know what he did to what again what only Theo really knows about is this like through Zelagor is like yo he you know obliterated my entire coven you know I was lucky to escape he doesn't know all the stuff that that Scarlet Everyone knows else now kind of, yeah, yeah that everybody else has gleaned. Well, I, I don't even know what you and Tori know because you and Tori are keeping secrets. Like you know what Tori, you know more than Nika knows the least about your dad. <laughs> like what he's really done. All he knows about the coven. Thing. I think Scarlet's scared to tell people what she knows about. Well, her it's dad just now. Nika who doesn't know because yeah. Tori went to you. And, and yeah, like <laughs> like Valentino escaped to Argentina and is just like yeah. trying to like See, live that, in his big German house in the middle of a Latin country. That's the yeah, thing about. That's what it, yeah, I, it's why I'm like over here with Scarlet. Like, great. Well, that's the thing about these secrets. All the secrets that we have, they're they're from one person each. Yeah. Like yeah. one person doesn't know one of like each secret. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's like, what's the fucking point of the secret? I'm just keeping one person. Yeah. Out. Like true. Like yo, she drinks blood. <laughs> uh, yo, your dad. It's like did a this. big gap in this picture. Sure, wish somebody could fix that. It's like niggas over here. Like he knows like the one thing. Okay. <laughs> no one's talking to. As a player, what obstacles do you hope your character overcomes? Scarlet needs to get over her shit. <laughs> like <laughs> Her shit, in general. <laughs> yeah, no, she needs to just start being honest with the party. I kind of already hit on that. And she needs to accept that she's not a monster, and she needs to stop seeing herself that way because she's only done good things in her life. So for what reason does she feel that way? But that's just, like, her own internalized fear because... You know, people don't like vampires. Like, in in what reality are vampires good, usually? Especially not in this world. So, you know, she has that fear, but she knows that she's not. So, yeah. I don't know. She really just needs to get over that. She just re- needs to realize that she's Scarlet, and she's a good person. Um, <clears throat> I hope that Theo is able to work through his guilt. Um more so than anything, uh, and, and look at it, um, from a different perspective, as opposed to it being all his fault, you know, um, I, I hope that he's able to grow and learn that, like, you know, it, it, it's not his fault, he exists in spite of these things, you know, he, he didn't, he didn't intentionally start any of this, you know what I mean? He was a tool that was used to make this happen, which I, I think will go one of two ways. Either he'll, you know, accept that, accept that fact that it's not his fault, or 
he will use it to drive himself to make it right. You know what I mean? Whether that means killing Krexis again or, or for the final time or, you know, figuring out a way to redeem himself in his own eyes. Because none of his party views him as this thing that he views himself as, you know. Um, so I hope that for better or for worse, he's able to rid himself, whether through his own fucked up version of redemption or through, you know, realization that, like, dude, you got taken advantage of just like everybody else did. You know, you're you, this is not your fault, you know, so... Man, Nika just wants to, like, mend... Like, he wants to meet his family. Now that he knows they're, like, alive and didn't throw them away. He wants to meet this witch. He wants to mend, like, all his crazy family shit. <laughs> and then he wants to, like, fucking find out what's up with his godfather. Because I think Nika... I think Nika's in the... Like, really, he's just in the most, like, non-violent place. Like, he's not like, I want to, like, fuck you up, Godfather. I don't know. I don't know what you did to my parents. What'd you do? Like, why don't you just talk to me instead of all this crazy shit? You know, this is fucking insane. And then the Von Nightshades, that is a huge obstacle for Nika. He's over here like, look, you guys are both the two best people I know in life. So get over it. Like, you're, you're wrong. You're here because you get to see the beautiful things you made. That's why you're here. Now you're looking at all the wrong things. And you talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Be honest with me. <laughs> but um and but but really, yeah, that's Nika just wants to find his family. And if the godfather is the clue, if the I don't know what I Nika feels like this dude feels like there's so much to learn. Right now Nika's just trying to He's like a sort the truest obstacle of any sorcerer. He's got to master his power, and then he'll be able to see his destiny. Wrapping it up with a sweet one here. What's one thing you really like about each character in the party? All right. Um, I'll start with the person I trust the least. <laughs> um, Still the wildest answer tonight. What do you say, Antor? Yeah, I, mean, I love it. I was. Ah, it's my favorite answer tonight. <laughs> I have le- Theo has legitimate reasons. Like, yeah. so what do you like about Theo? Uh, the thing that that Theo likes the most about Tori is is that she, at her core, is a ride or die. Like she's just, you know what I mean? Like. That's why, you, I, that's why I'm so baffled. You're my yeah, best friend. She's my sister. Just, we're all we're, it's we're, the, we all about that life. <laughs> but but the, the, that's the thing though is that like at the same time it's like okay I know like I trust her to kill that dude, <laughs> but I don't trust her not to be a dick to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you'll get past that part. It took it took me a few years. Yeah. So uh, no, I just I, I love that that Tori is is like in at, at her core she's a ride or die. She's just like. Like I think that like every every enemy that I have set up and just absolutely beat the absolute shit out of, she has come in and be like, "I got you, dog." Like that's you know a, what I mean? Like that's her and, and done the done the throat, you know, actually taking them down or whatever. Yeah. Um, the thing that I, the thing that I think Theo likes the most about Mo, is that Mo actually. It's annoying to Theo, but he really enjoys it. Mo like does this thing where they say things that make Theo have to like, well, I don't know. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like it taps into like That's the philosophical a, part of his brain where it's like I don't dad. know. Like is time a flat circle? I mean, that's, that's such a bad thing to yeah. say. It's like yeah. a kid comes home and is like, "I learned this at school." And you're like, what? "Whoa, hold on, whoa, what? that's yeah. new yeah, studies." Yeah. Say it again. You the Earth's <laughs> not flat. <laughs> yeah, there's I, scientific evidence. Well, I think that I, I think I guess what I'm saying is the childlike wonder yeah. that Mo has. Uh, it can be grating on Theo, but he he does enjoy that aspect of of Mo. Um, I think the thing that Theo likes the most about Nika is that. Nika is willing to recognize and accept the darkness that is in Theo. Like, Nika's seen Theo's entire life, right? So, Nika knows what's in there. Yeah, like, Nika, Nika knows what's in the back of the vault, you know? But it doesn't change the way that Nika views Theo and the way that Nika is dedicated to Theo. Um, I mean that's that's my boy. You no, know? yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, like, we came out of that vision quest, and I think I even like I look back on it, and this wasn't on stream, and like I imagine Theo looking at Nico, like like looking for like you know shame or like something like like wow, what the fuck, dude, and like Nico's just like. That was heavy, bro. If you ever want to like actually talk about it, yeah, you know, like, let me know. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, I think the thing that that Theo. Uh, really likes about Scarlet obviously I mean it's it's his it's his grandbaby. You know what I mean? Like that and I think it's very much a similar thing of like the childlike wonder, you know, that and and seeing, you know, like it's not all bad. You know what I mean? Like I made like I helped make this beautiful person. You know, I had a hand in like, you know, bringing this person into the world as fucked up as it all is, you know, like that's that's my granddaughter and I think that for some reason, he he listens to Scarlet. Her words are heavier on him than anybody else's because it's 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 one of the, it, there's a purity to it, you know what I mean. And with everything that Theo has seen and everything that Theo has been through, this like modicum of brightness in like an overwhelmingly dark world is like the best thing for him. It was like when you like. You know, it's obviously bigger for a father, but, like, when I see my little sisters, it's like, I see the kid in me, Yeah, you know? And, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. like that's something, like, no one ever thinks about with Theo, because he's mm-hmm. the dad, but, like, he was a little boy at yeah. one point, yeah. and he, I, it sounds like, out of all of the Vaughn Nightshades, he's the one that had no time to be pure. Mm-mm. Like, he was bigger, he could pick the sword up, he got in the paint, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. That's his master kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that that's that's the whole thing is that like it's like the first conversation that Theo had with Mo is like I know what it's like to be a sword. I've been a sword my entire my entire life, you know. Uh so the thing that I really like about Mo is No, <laughs> we'll start with the people you didn't trust. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I really like about Mo is that Mo has kind of the same energy as Scarlet, where it's like something's wrong and it's like let's play games or let's take our mind off of it doing something fun and even if he's in war mode he's still 
usually is like more willing to brighten Scarlet's day than anyone else in the party. Like, at least take the time to try. And I, I really like that about Mel. Uh, Tori is Scarlet's best friend. So, you know, she's gotta love Tori. Tori is like the big sister, so she kind of sees her as like a bit of a female role model who's closer to her age. So like how you would look up to a big sister, you know, she's like, oh, well, you know, like the stealing, like Scarlet's all about stealing. So when she sees Tori's about it, she's like, you know, connects with her on that. And it's just like, oh yeah, you know, like my God's all about this. Tori, you're so cool for this. Like Scarlet thinks Tori's so cool. Like she does. She thinks Tori's a cool person. Um, Favorite thing about Nika is how he has always been there for Scarlet, even when they were just friends, like all the way back in the Feywild, like episode one, when we were on that train car thing and Scarlet had to see her worst nightmare then, it was like, he was the one who was next to her like, hey, is everything okay? Very much in the same vein as Tori, like, Nika has been there for Scarlet through thick and thin, and is, even though she keeps hiding things from him, he always asks if everything's okay or if something's wrong. Like, he's always willing to see if there's anything he can do, and gosh, Scarlet just does not let that happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be like when the couple therapy thing does happen. Because she just doesn't fucking talk to me. <laughs> like she's like, I, I, I'm present. You know, like, I have to pull it out of yeah. her. <laughs> um, but then the thing that Scarlet loves about Theo is that I mean, yeah, he's like a father figure to her. Her dad wasn't really. He was busy. It's not that he wasn't around. He was just busy. And had a lot of work to do, so her getting to hang out around Theodore all the time, she gets to see, like, what he's like, and much in the same way that Nika looks up to Theo, she's, like, also kind of thinks, like, oh, he's, like, my hero figure, and, like, like you know, like, when kids write down, like, who's your hero? Like, Scarlet it's would put... dad my, with a cape, yeah. My <laughs> grandpapa! Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that would be Scarlet, because, you know, that's, even in the most unfortunate circumstances, like, I'm gonna drink about it. She looks up to him and, like, tries to emulate what he does, you know. She thinks that he is a great person and that he, even though he doesn't think he made good choices in life, she disagrees and wants him to see the thing, see the grandpapa that she sees. I hate everybody. No, <laughs> no, but, uh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I'll start with uh, I'll start with who I knew first. Tori. I knew Tori because I didn't say I didn't trust anybody. So, um, Tori. I mean, Nika, dude. Nika's favorite thing about Tori is that she's so fucking cool, and he'll never tell her that. <laughs> like when he met her. I, I said it. I, I've said it in his backstory. Tori was the first person Nika met that he wanted to be like. Like, he, he saw her and he was like, she's so spooky. She's scary. She's nine feet tall and she can disappear in a shadow. Like, and she's always listening. And the other thing is that she's kind of like really, like, not like in an attractive way, like in like the giant way, cute. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, to Nika, Tori's like a specimen to be protected because she's like the big tough girl, but she's sweet inside. And Nika sees that. Like, it, it's like you never tell her that because she's the girl that'll break your nose. But, like, like you walk up to her and it's like, like walking up to Spinelli from Recess and saying, like, oh, you know, you're so sweet. And then she punches you in the face. You know what I'm saying? But you love her anyways. And then, um, Mo. Uh, Mo, my favorite thing is he is just Tanika, the absolute, and I mean in the truest sense, pure. Like, he is the most, like, and not even about being good, just pure. And, like, Nika loves the thought of someone just being in this world that just wants to play. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's his least favorite thing about Mo, and it's his favorite thing about Mo, you know? Because he, he doesn't know how to double it out, but he loves it. And he would cherish that forever in Mo. But um, Theo, my dog. Because he got that dog in it. And that's what it is. Dude, I remember when we met and like everyone else was like, why are we fighting the rabbits? Theo cut a rabbit in half. And, so, and I looked over at him and I was like, holy shit. And I was like, I got to step it up. Like, I got to step it up. Like, this, this guy's in it. And like... Gotta blow up four of these things. That, that's my quickest thing to say. But after getting to know Theo, I think Tanika, his favorite thing about him is just the bravery. Like, the the thought of, like, living the life you did, seeing a little bit of your... You knew a little bit. You you knew. We, we pulled your memories out, and you chose to turn. Damn didn't break. You walked in front of it, and you, you opened it. You know what I'm saying? You, mm. sa- you saw all those memories with me, and then you said, I want to feel it. I don't want to just know it. And I think when Nika saw that, he knew I would be there with you until you were good, you know, until you got through, like, that's why Nika's like, I'll make you a king, it's because it's like, I want you to know you, you deserve it, like, you're the guy who, you did fuck a lot of shit up, and, (laughs) but you, not a lot of people come back 5,000 years later, and they're like, you know what, I'm gonna turn the feelings back on, and I'm gonna try to face that problem. Um, Scarlet, I mean... That ass. No. <laughs> that Teddy. No, <laughs> no but uh, she don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> the darkest joke of all time. <laughs> right. No, but um, no, but I mean, I mean, the favorite Nika's favorite thing about Scarlet is that I mean, she's everything he was looking for when he walked out. Not even in a romantic sense, just in a, like, what he needed in a person sense. Like, he needed someone that was that bright. He needed someone that was... Because that's what Nika was when he was a kid, and then all the shit that happened to him fucked that up. And when he met Scarlet day one, it was like all of this trauma just disappeared because there was just someone there looking to have a good time, and they were just... They meant it. They were, in that moment, pure. You know, and not in like, not in the way Mo is, you know, just like genuinely trying to have fun, trying to adventure, because that's what, I think it would be Scarlet's desire to adventure, Hmm. like that desire to go into the unknown, despite being Scarlet, you know what I'm saying, like someone like when Nika met, he's like, must be protected at all costs, you know what I'm saying, like I will have to kill many things to be around this woman, but... I will kill them. <laughs> I think that like uh, Scarlet is like Nika's silver lining, like that, like it's it's his like for ability for, to have a brighter disposition she, towards things. That's what he was. That's what it was for sure when he first met her, and then for the beginning. But when he gave up, 
and like he kind of accepted dying. I think that was when he stopped using you guys as his crutches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you can't be my silver lining because if you're my silver lining, then it, I, I'm I'm hindering our relationship with that kind well, of. It's like, kind of like that. You can't. Your happiness can't be hinged upon other people's happiness. Yeah, it's like I need to be happy and then love you still. Right. It can't be that I love you because I'm unhappy and you make me happy. Right. So it's like. And I think because like he would have never thought of any of that not having met you guys. So it's like Scarlet was the kicker of that. Scarlet was like, it's funny because she's a vampire, and it's funny because Nika's name means son, but she was his son, like for a little bit. So just that hope is what his favorite thing would be. I think so that's hard everybody, though. right? We should also all say say Theo's favorite thing about Theo. Um. I think Theo's favorite thing about himself... Uh, well, I, you know what? I, l- let's say the player's favorite thing about the Theo character. I don't like something about himself, but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, it's his perseverance. I think yeah. it's, his, it's his willingness to, to continue on. Yeah. To not really be held down by anything. You know, like, death couldn't even hold my body down. You know what I mean? Like, his... He is a force of nature in a lot of ways, and his perseverance and his willingness to continue on is probably, like, my favorite thing about Theo. Yeah. Scarlet, it's probably her sense of humor. She... She is a comedy. She is a comedy gal, and if she didn't love, and if I didn't love her humor, Scarlet wouldn't exist. So, that one's easy. Her sense of humor is absolutely lovable. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of her, the part of the light Mm -hmm. that, you know, like, she brings to the entire party. What about Nika? Nika, for me, and I I specifically put this as a character thing for him, his acceptance. Because, like, I wanted it to be, like, when the Tenth Doctor from Doctor Who said, like, when he looks at the big monster and he's, like, beautiful. You know, I wanted Nika to be like that. Like, he looks at aliens, monsters, and freaks, and he's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. It's a miracle of life. And it's like, he looks at, you're best, you're best. He's like, we're not monsters, and even if we are, that's right. <laughs> well, that's such a wholesome way to end this Q&A. Thank you, guys. Of course. Absolutely. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, I love I'm, these I'm kind of sad I wasn't here for the first one. I'm sad you weren't one. here for the first one, too. One. Maybe you, one day we'll get one where we're all here. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta do that. Like, yeah. you, bring up good, you bring up good counter questions mm-hmm. and stuff. That was fun. Yeah. And thank you, Marcus, yeah. for asking the questions, listening to us rattle on. Being yeah, thanks DM. for ruining our fucking characters' lives. <laughs> oh, <because> no. <laughs> thank you for giving our friends and their characters an opportunity to grow yeah, and absolutely. face their trauma. <laughs> In a totally therapeutic way. <laughs> sure, yeah. Anyway, that's it for this Q&A. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Wait, before you go. We wanted to thank you for listening to Mon Squad D&D. If you enjoy our show, make sure to give us a like and tell people about us. I also want to thank our editor, Bree Beecher, our artists, Sophie and Lily Bluen, and our players, Bree Beecher, Caleb Martin, Hunter Parker, Lily Bluen, Sophie Bluen, and of course our DM, Marcus Hurston.